Welcome back to the Casual Anime Podcast. We've been keeping quite busy, as you probably could guess, with the lack of episodes, and regrettably not uh, by watching anime, though. Or have you been able to squeeze in any anime watching, Christian? Well, I watched uh, Golden Cameo to its conclusion. Um, Two seasons? Yeah, and uh, I've been busy gaming, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, probably the same as you. Well, you should say that with a little less shame, maybe, and then <laughs> busy gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I watched uh, Mononoke, and I think I watched uh, a couple of episodes of Doro or two, but apart from that, nothing much the past two weeks. Uh, but anyway, I think, uh, how do you want to do this one? Because this episode was planned to cover... Uh, death billiards and death parades uh, yeah. but they're basically the same entity i mean death billiards in my opinion is just a polished standalone episode of death parade yeah it's um well you could just squeeze it in between yeah say. it's it's like a sales pitch i guess a pilot episode yeah and i think that's like exactly why it got an anime season it's like it was decently successful and so well let's just give this a 12 episode uh, anime yeah i think people really liked it uh, and i think it was uh, uh little witch academia too that uh, was in the the four that won uh, won an award i'm not sure if they won an award but it's it's, it's like uh, it was part of this uh a project to promote young animators so yeah. i guess like uh, studio trigger and studio madhouse was part of that and so we got these projects which were death billiards and little witch academia and i think one more property too that was like uh this young anime's animators training project in japan and it's like uh we see why uh this happens it's like uh we see why we get a very smooth fight scene in a game of pool. Like, why would you <laughs> even have that if they didn't have so much manpower that uh, they didn't even need to pay for themselves? Yeah, it's Madhouse. <laughs> They're the epiphany of quality, you could say. Yeah, but they um, didn't need to pay for it themselves. That's the that's the no, point. It was yeah. funded by this project, so <laughs> that probably yeah. makes it very easy. One of the shows were uh, Rio. Uh, yeah. I don't. I haven't heard of that before. Uh, it says they they got uh, about forty four hundred eighty thousand uh, US dollars. So that's pretty interesting. I mean, a lot of these people would probably just work for exposure too. It's like, well, if I do a good job here, I'll get hired elsewhere. So probably helps. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I mean. Uh, I think we should probably get on to the meat of the series. Uh, as probably a lot of people guessed, this series about death, or whatever comes directly after death. But instead of being judged uh, by St. Peter at uh, Pearly Gates, you're instead sent to this classy bar with a stoic bartender that informs you that you're going to play a game. And the game is just a pretense for making it easier for this bartender, which is an arbiter of some sort, to judge you. 
and decide if you're uh, gonna enter the cycle of reincarnation again or if you're, he's gonna send your soul into the void. And that's basically how every episode pans out. Yeah, it's just an elevator show, basically. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. I mean, um, it's quite uh, the interesting concept. Um, you have life and death and, and um, what's in between. Yeah, I mean, initially I thought it was so stupid because it's like, well, is this game going to decide what's going to happen? That would be very stupid. But it turns out that's not the case. It's your actions during the game and your actions before in life and your thoughts during the game that kind of decides if you're going up or down. Yeah, and your memories are the key uh, spark, you could say. Yeah, because it's like uh, in the game of pool, for example. I mean, you could risk never getting back to the table. It's like one person could break and then clear the entire table without you being able to get a chance to play. So it's just like, well, this is unfair, right? Yeah. <laughs> you never really stood a chance. And it's like the skill differential is pretty big too. And like these people, they get, they're way too good at what they're playing too, a couple of them. Well, not darts, but uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see the throwing technique? It was, it was immaculate. Yeah. Like the wrist movements and all of not, that. So. Uh, not well versed in uh, darts, but uh, I was pool champion in my district. So. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the pool the pool playing was immaculate too, like uh, the backspin and all of that. Yeah. It was really good. Even hitting double balls. Yeah. So. And even, le but later you figure out that, well, if the game was too one sided, they could just rig it. So there's that too. I don't know if that did happen in the first, like in Death Billiards, but... I think maybe he uh, came up with the concept there, but he didn't put it on the show or the movie or... I think pilot. he probably rigged one of the old man's shots because he was like way too good at it. Yeah. And he was gonna... He was gonna uh, goad the younger man to doing something rash, I guess. Well, he did something really rash. Uh, yeah, but it I guess it wasn't unexpected. He kind of, I think I think uh, the bartender uh, Dekim kind of expected this reaction. And that was what he was going for too because that would make it easier to judge them. That their true intentions would uh, come forth. Yeah. And uh well, uh the starting of the show is kind of weird because you get introduced to this reincarnation and void at some point in, during the first four episodes. And then it just disappears for a couple of times. Whereas you think maybe it's not just heaven and hell, which is kind of... Maybe I, I just missed something, but uh, yeah, I mean... is something someone else would too. Like, after a mm -hmm. while, I was like, well, I was super interested of who was going up and who was going down. But, like, after a while, I was kind of, well, that wouldn't, wasn't important anymore. So I kind of stopped caring because the series didn't really want to tell me all the time. It's like, it didn't want to tell me outright or it didn't want to tell the audience analogy, which was uh, 
this woman, this black-haired woman. They didn't want to tell her, so the audience wasn't told directly either. But if you watched, you could probably see where most people ended up. Yeah. What was her name again? We only get to know the last few episodes. Uh, Chiyuki or something. Yeah, Chiyuki. Yeah, Chiyuki. Yeah. Figure skater. Depressed figure skater. The, yeah. The, uh, depressed retired figure skater. Yeah. A knee injury. Pretty common, I guess. Yeah. Do they have something as said uh, uh, as uh, skater's knee or something? Well, like, it's uh, probably just called jumper's knee. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the same. So, yeah. Yeah. But it sounded like it was a little worse than jumper's knee, this. Yeah, because she could never skate again. Um, uh, it was uh, apparently her uh, lifelong goal, or she couldn't see herself as... Well, it was her person. entire life, and yeah. she defined herself by the fact that she was a good skater and when that was taken away from her well what did she have left in her Lots. in her mind at least yeah after thinking it through i think she had a lot to offer but uh yeah sure but uh, she wasn't rational when no no <laughs> she decided to take her life i guess uh but i mean this formula is kind of uh, a very reliable uh Thing. I mean, you just put something like the afterlife and then you fill it with like regrets and relatable situations and then they just try to break you as the watcher. And I think it's very easy to do that. It's like, it's kind of like with Angel Beats too. It's very easy to get people very emotionally invested when uh, the subject matter is so relatable. I, um, well, I couldn't uh, really relate to anything, but. Uh, well, I mean, only the, the game everyone part, has lost but... someone, right? And yeah. they, you never got to tell them something. And I think that is where they get you, I think. Yeah. I think that's probably where they get you. And uh, I, think, I think there's a lot of anime with like similar. Uh, I don't know if they went for like the pure, okay, we're going to get you to get emotionally attached angle or if they even knew where they were going with this when they started they probably did but why don't we have a season 2 and I mean <laughs> well because uh, there's plenty of unanswered questions yeah I mean I mean because uh, the skater girl uh, passed away or went to the void maybe mm, she was reincarnated I think yeah but it's like uh I think it's an analogy for life. It's like after someone is gone, like life doesn't stop. It just continues and it's like a yeah, life in the bar would probably continue too. So well, you would think having 7,000 people dying every minute, so yeah, it's like it go it goes on and with all of these uh tensions between like uh the higher-ups in the Arbiter system, you, you would think maybe they would want to continue the story, but apparently not. Yeah, and, and that's where I kind of felt the show was uh, 
losing me a little bit because they were trying to feed me this little information about uh, how the ranking system works. It's uh, level based as uh, Dekim was uh, level 15 and uh, Genti was it level 20 and uh, Nuna in uh, level 90. It's the highest level. And I didn't really try to do anything else with it. I don't think that's uh, really important, though. No. Just but, uh, illustrating the fact that she was on top. and Yeah. yeah. Because, you... like, in in physic, physically, there were just floors in the... Tower. In, in like, yeah, in, 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 like, a tower. So, with apparently bars on <laughs> every floor of this tower. <laughs> yeah. And it's only 90 levels... So you would have to have 89 uh, uh, arbitrators. <laughs> yeah, I, I well. mean, there are a lot of them, but we don't see them. Because there's a lot of towers too, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, there's that, so, yeah. And there's a lot of people just sorting through all of the memories of people. And it's kind of like... Uh, um like a public uh, owned um, like like the DMV or something where where you go and you stand in line and it gets clogged up by bureaucracy but it's just more efficient i guess yeah well, well, i, I mean... have to expand on the on the fact that the, the artwork and wishes are so good i yeah, I thought there was going to be a lot of Christian symbology, but I had to disregard most of it because it's the theme of the bar. So you can't really count it. It's like... But then there's uh, uh, his eyes. They're probably an allusion to a, a cross. And then yeah. it's the pose he displays people when he hangs them in threads and the crucifix thing. And then there's obviously the allusion to heaven and hell. Uh, but yeah, I had to disregard most of the Christian symbols I found, regrettably, <laughs> because it's like, well, this could just be the theme of the bar, jellyfish Christian bar. Yeah, and I think if you if you um, take all the roulettes, I think they form a cross. All the um, things where they stopped. Yeah. So. And there's a lot of uh, names from Roman mythology. Decima, like uh, Dekim. Yeah. And uh, and the key guy, the elevator, is the key to every uh, floor, you could say. I was wondering I think his name if it was uh, Latin, though, but that's kind of like the same, I guess. It's like, it would be Roman, though, yeah. Yeah. Memento Mori, so on and so forth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a flowing thing there. But it's like, it was... Uh, what stood out to me was like, uh, why would they use so much detail on like an air hockey game when they... And like the lip flapping of uh, this other fangirl of this idol character while... Um, the idol character himself's face was completely like uh, non-moving when it was like uh, 
when they were hit by a massive wind. So I was like, sort of an inconsistencies, but overall very good, I guess. Yeah. I'm just rambling. I mean, I think the set pieces look brilliant. Both of the bars are brilliant. Even though I don't like the other guy, uh, yeah. I just... Uh, I don't think it was really necessary for the... Um, to have his own bar. Or, or to be involved in the story. I don't know. Well, I think they just showed that there's two ways to get the same yeah. result, I think. And yeah, because he even... was playing more on the, yeah. on the evil side as uh, Dekim was trying to just uh, be stand and, uh, and still and, and do things from the shadow. And I think what they were trying to get at is that uh, Dekim had been implanted with emotions, or is that what they're trying to say? While everyone else apparently isn't, but I think everyone has emotions in this show. Yeah. They try yeah. to make it out that the Arbiters are like uh, dummies and they can't feel anything. And it's important for them not to feel anything. That's one of the rules for being an Arbiter. Uh, but it's obvious that they have feelings and they remember. Like even the guy that you don't like, he even carved out a doll of this girl. Yeah. <laughs> so she certainly left an impression and it's like she was one of my favorite characters because well she was the only one who stuck to her guns through the entire thing she decided that she was going to devote her life to this other idiot and she just stuck with it Yeah, regardless of whether or where that would lead her <laughs> which um... ended up being the void but yeah <laughs> yeah and then one thing uh is that the Yagami light that she was... Uh... Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she could choose to kill Yagami lights and... <laughs> and bring she her... Send uh... Yagami light to the... So he's reincarnated now. Well, no. I think he w she would never have gotten that option. It was just a trick to see how she would react. It was all part of her judgment. Yeah. But he was desperately trying to get her to choose reincarnation because he's already sent uh, the idle uh, guy's uh, yeah. bad intention guy to to the void uh, but she wants to go with him well but what the, yeah so she, he kind of respected her decision but she, he tries to talk her out of it he's like do you even know what the void is it's nothingness yeah, I want to be terror there. and so yeah, and sensation of falling all the time, which would be crucial, uh, horrifying for me at least. Having uh, I sometimes I have dreams where I wake up and feel like I'm falling and uh, it's uh, nasty. Yeah, it certainly looked horrifying, but it seemed like they found each other. So I yeah. don't know, but I bet Even she though... was pretty. <laughs> yeah. It's like it had to be terrifying when in the elevator she just saw that their their bodies were disintegrating and all that was left was like these mannequin looking things that had to be pretty terrifying yeah and she didn't even know if she, he was gonna show up yeah so well uh, yeah that that was uh, at least nice 
Um, uh, I mean, what do you think of the concept that uh, you can't get them to play a game if they know they're already dead? Well, it's kind of weird. Uh, whereas you, you said uh, the game has no meaning. Yeah, the game or... does not have any meaning. It's just no. a conduit for making it easier to judge people. Yeah, but then again, when you get their memories, you should be able to uh, pass judgment if you have emotions. I think the or... point was that like everyone is redeemable when they come there. Yeah. Or else it wouldn't be a point of the judgments. So the game so, would have meaning. Uh, well, what? In a way that yeah, they can redeem themselves. But it's more like uh, no one can change the past because that's already happened. Yeah. But you, like, you could show pure intentions during the game, and maybe you would get another chance. Whereas the two murderers, you could say if he didn't. Uh, stop the hockey pucks or yeah he would have gone to reincarnation but they, they didn't need a game for that were... right no 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 so... but uh, his intentions were uh purer than the other guy you could say uh well they were <laughs> <laughs> i don't know they were rather similar it's like one was just a shade above the other yeah another had gone one step further down the path of darkness Yeah, I, you could see that, yeah. The detective was uh, really mean. But that was like an Which... interesting subversion because you think that uh, uh, when she f uh, Chiyuki falls to her knees and begs him not to do it and tries to talk him down and it looks for a moment as if he's going to calm down. Yeah. But then he ends up stabbing it anyway. It's like, yeah, that's a nice subversion of expectations. And because, I really expected. Yeah, go ahead. I really expected him to, to not hit them and, uh, and be the one that got sent to reincarnation. Yeah, because it's like uh, I thought they were gonna get at this. Is like uh, they realized the flaws of the way they were judging. So from now on, it would be one living person and one arbiter who is gonna review all the, the cases to get a better perspective. But that's not what ends up happening at all. No. <laughs> the flower guy basically bans human interaction in the judgment because apparently it affects people and he's not wrong, but no. maybe the judgment would be better with a more ne nuanced perspective. Well, you get uh, humans' uh, emotions and uh, all that to to look upon the memories of people and, and judge them by that. Uh, but then again, in a game of uh, football, could you, uh, you could be uh, a very different person than if you're just doing normal stuff. Well, I think that's the point of like uh, the way they rigged the game. Like, yeah. They uh, obviously they want to make them think that they're going to die if they lose. So they obviously rig a way that 
makes both people think they might actually lose and might actually die. And it's like, what is the most prevalent fear? Well, no, I mean, fear is the most prevalent emotion. And that's what they try to instill. And then it comes to like the moral thing that's, well, basically what they're doing is just pushing for a conclusion. And this would never hold up in the court of law because if they're egging on the target, it's like, (laughs) yeah inflammable uh, yeah you're you're making these situations and yeah i don't know if it's right or wrong at this point it's like if you were capable of doing something like that uh, maybe you shouldn't be reincarnated maybe they have a point but i mean all humans have a breaking point and for an arbiter who is emotionless it's kind of difficult for them to see that yeah uh, well the, at least uh, the OP was uh, kind of uh, funny and uh, jesse it was a banger Whereas, yeah the show is <laughs> kind of depressing and uh, kind of deals with a lot of uh, difficult subjects uh so it's kind of nice to have this uh, turnaround from from that to, to the OP. But is that a good thing, though? I mean, not to take well, anything it's not from the, the a- show. Yeah, not to take anything from the OP or ED. It's like they don't really fit, I would guess. No. Well, uh, I guess none of the none of the episodes start off super sad, so I guess that's okay. Well, they're waiting for people that have died. Um, yeah, but I mean, some of it, it doesn't always go to hell. It's like two of these people end up finding each other and going on a date and both end up reincarnating. So good things can happen. Yeah, but then again, they wouldn't be there if he didn't friend somewhere at first. <laughs> but I mean, how can anyone ever be held responsible for that? It's like he wanted someone else and... That's not anyone's fault. That's just how it was. Yeah. But anyway, why would it even matter if they know they're dead? I mean, just make make the game about their mortal soul or something. Instill the fear of God in them. (laughs) It's like, Yeah. yeah, either your soul is going up or it's going down. Now play this game. Well, that That would work too, right? It would be be the same. Yeah. Well, it would make more sense uh, because they don't know what they're, uh, why they're playing this game at first. Yeah, and it would make and more then, sense to them too. It's like, well, why can't I leave? Why is everything so strange? Yeah, and that's the kind of part I didn't kind of care for at all, where they try to run away from the uh, game or uh, at the first. They didn't run hard enough, I guess. No, yeah. <laughs> and when you end up in a toilet uh, and you don't have any memories and you see a bloody knife, you <laughs> you start uh, making plans with this uh, older guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was expecting them both. Like, I was expecting that he didn't, like the younger guy didn't kill, but turns out they both killed. Yeah. It was just way too easy that he had the murder weapon. 
And you apparently need special arbitrators to judge um, murderers. Well, I think he didn't have much experience. That's the yeah. point, right? He was quite newly appointed and he also has this human he hasn't been able to <laughs> figure out <laughs> because for some reason she knew that she was dead so he couldn't do anything so just to throw a spanner in the works uh, what's she called? the Nona decides oh yeah. to just erase her memories and like uh, tell her that uh, she is uh, his assistant and just put them together and see what happens. And because of Dekim's exposure to like humans and her feelings and her way of looking at things, all of his latent feelings come out as well. It's like uh, he feels so much pain. He can empathize in the very end. Yeah. I did not really care for the romance part at the end. The romance? I thought it was... Yeah, well... You could see him falling, or not falling, but... Uh, at least... Uh, trying to understand what love is, maybe. Well, maybe. I didn't quite see it that way. No. Well, he's, he's going to lengths to understand her. Yeah, he was her wanting and... to understand her. Uh, yeah. You could call that love in, in but somewhere. But he also needed... That's like one of the rules. He had to judge. Yeah. They always have to judge. And that is what he decided to do. He decided to once again make like a stupid decision that's... Like made uh, all of what she had seen earlier, because she couldn't uh, remember her life. Yeah. Only like uh, it only just came back to her, and then she could decide if she wanted to come alive again or not. But that was just a bluff, of course. A very nasty bluff, yeah. 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 When she saw how much her mother suffered, it's like well. You could end her suffering, but then she realized, well, someone else she doesn't know is going to suffer instead. Yeah, and with 7 billion people on the world, you have uh, like 00001% maybe a chance of that happening. That she, that someone she would uh, know would be yeah, taken but instead. Yeah, that, uh, that wasn't the point, no. I think. I think the point was that she couldn't put anyone through that, and that is why. Well, she would probably have been judged to reincarnate anyway, whatever yeah. the outcome of this, I think. But that was what made her extra pure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is very interesting, though, um, is like, uh, there's this slight subversion here. And I'm gonna borrow something I heard from another YouTube channel. It's called uh, Chris Swell, I think. And it's about a completely different series, but I think the core is the same. Because, like, I think the series' grandest trick is that it's about us. 
it's about the viewer. For because ten episodes we watch uh, Chiyuki uh, watch other people being judged. Uh, but when it's time for Chiyuki to be uh, for her judgment, we now become the the watchers of this. When she becomes the main focus and. Uh, like we are now the observers looking in and unconsciously we have to reflect on our lives as well and the choices we made and we must live with. I think that's basically something uh, the series tells us. It's like, uh, well, we are now uh, Chiyuki and uh, <laughs> it will yeah. be our time to be judged. <laughs> when that time comes yeah and uh, I think the, the things that uh, scare me the most is uh, what happens after sure I think that concerns a lot of people yeah yeah, yeah. Um, then again if you believe in religions you have uh, various of uh, things you could uh, comfort yourself with uh, on your final days which is uh, uh, nice to have um, if you believe in such things. Uh, reincarnation is uh, probably the finest thing, I believe. Well, I mean... But then again, <laughs> yeah, if you're reincarnated as a fly, you know, how good is that for a life? you're just born back into like a circle of violence I mean it's kind of like yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people on earth and what happened like do new souls get created then because if people void out they have to make new souls right where did they come from I yeah <laughs> now we're suddenly that's probably about another uh, uh, season two season two <laughs> yeah well, uh, the concept is um, far-fetched. Oh, I thought he was going to say something uh, meaningful about the series. No, no, no. It's um, about accepting your past, being able to live with it and moving on. And yeah, about the people you leave behind and whatever. And it's like, sometimes it's just as stupid as slipping on a bar of soap. Yeah. Which is a hell of a way to die. Um, and that smiles would transcend life and the afterlife. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> You're turning into a cliche machine. No, but that uh, storybook was kind of stupid, I think, as a yeah. concept. I didn't like its inclusion. Well, it was, um, it was kind of tied in with the show and... Would have been it's... fun if the grandma went down, though. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're going down. <laughs> been a bad, a bad You've person. Been a, been a bad mangaka. You wrote or... too many doujins. <laughs> too much hentai. Well, uh, I think we're <laughs> going on a road that's not uh, very nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the very end, what just ends up happening is 
and she can't stay there anymore. She's like, uh, her body is disintegrating back into like the doll and her soul needs to go somewhere else. So they just end up parting and she goes up and smiling and crying at the same time. At the same time, teaching him how to smile for some reason. Well, which was kind of terrifying. Well, it's very, that's also very cliche, like people yeah. who never smile and then suddenly they smile and it's absolutely horrifying to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then you see that uh, he's made a doll of her in the end. Which was kind of creepy. Sure, but, uh, sure. He's the puppet guy. But you know... I don't know, it was kind of fun seeing him keeping all the puppets um, yeah. for the games and, and such. Kind of, uh, at least in Death Billiards, you didn't, uh, didn't really know that uh, they were puppets. You saw the joints, though. You knew... That's not yeah. human anatomy. Well, it could be uh, higher-ups or... Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Uh, with his memory being, like, wiped with regular intervals, that's probably how he, like, remembers people. Yeah. People who were important to him. He keeps their uh, mannequin skeleton and dresses them up and... Sticks them around his bar. Same as uh, the other angrier bartender makes uh, Russian nesting dolls. Yeah. With their faces <laughs> on. And uh, his cat uh, didn't come back. Oh, it didn't? No. Where did it go? Yeah. Probably. Uh... Yeah, no clue. Uh, they kind of emphasize on it leaving and don't come back uh, or something. Yeah, it could be anywhere. Yeah. So, uh, I guess the score is at hand. Well, seven. Seven. Um, I didn't... Uh, well, I, I, the concept was crazy good and it didn't it just need, didn't hook me. I probably need a more uh, overarching storyline in my uh, uh, viewing of things. Yeah, I... I'm not so good with uh, uh, things that just pop up and uh, goes around them. Yeah, the storyline I think is Chiaki. Yeah, her watching everyone and then coming to her own decision. But yeah, it's not obvious that that is what they're building to because like uh, for most of it it's just people, two people show up and then they they're gone and they're not referenced again until much later and if you think it's going to be one of those shows along with like the repetitive explaining of the concepts the f like four first episodes it's, it might be kind of a turn off but yeah yeah So I think I'm pretty much with you on that. Maybe seven, eight, I don't know. It's around that ballpark, I think. Well, that's a I really nice I think the emotions for... are pretty well uh, laid out at the end. Yeah. 
like all the regrets of the those who are left behind and all of that. So yeah, uh, what have we forgotten? Probably a lot. Um, Dekim was uh, well, husband though. Well, he's uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it seems kind of dense, you know. Yeah. It's uh, great. I like the fact that uh, when they were done with the two murderers, he was just pounding his chest where his heart was supposed to be. <laughs> like yeah. metaphorically trying to kickstart his heart or something like, uh, well, do you have a heart even in there? Do you even understand what you did? Probably not uh, the heart thing, at least. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean... I think the interesting part, though, is that there is one mystery. Like, what happened to, uh, uh, was it the couple from episode one? Who went up and who went down and who ended up lying? Or did she cheat? Did she not cheat? Yeah. Did she lie kinda... at the end? I think it implies that she lied at the end. Yeah. and then Because she actually she... loved him. But, yeah. And then Chiaki kind of comes in with the, uh, at least a human uh, explanation for it, that she lied at the end that it wasn't his baby because he threw the dart that hit the stomach region. So, yeah. Well, it was kind of interesting story there. Just too many rules to follow or to... To hear over and over. <laughs> yeah, and people being not equipped to actually do their job. I don't know. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, if that is all, I think. Well, uh, a short episode. Um, yeah. So, uh, Twitter, SoundCloud. The Casual Anime Podcast. We give out episodes almost every week when Koshman is not gaming or doing stuff. Sure. So uh, catch us there for uh, a nice chat or a like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Until next time. Goodbye.